So what would you say uh, to someone who's miserable? When's the right time to come see you to get to really deep dive into what someone's allergic to and and managing symptoms long-term? In Tennessee, the challenge is, is we have very long seasons. We have a good spring, a good fall. We have summertime. In the last several years, we've had a lot of wet weather. So we don't really see people that have just spring or just fall. So there's not a time where they need to say, oh, I can only go, I I should go in the spring. Because I tell people all the time, Tennessee is a 365 day a year allergy place. And we have mold that's year round. We have animals that are year round. Now we've had years where we've had early and late grass seasons. We've had seasons where the, the weed pollen will be spiking in the spring as well as the fall. So it is not just I have seasonal allergies for two months or three months at a time. It's I have allergies nine or 10 or 12 months out of the out of the year. So I just tell people there's not a, hey, you need to go at this time of the year. At sometimes, you know, you're going to have to be pick your poison. We're, we're going to have to come off some medicines to get some testing done. There may be a, a week or so where there are some challenges, but then we're going to get you to feeling better. Talk about that coming off the medicine in preparation for allergy testing and, and why that's important. And, and what is the duration someone needs to come off their medicine? Antihistamines that are now everywhere, uh, Benadryl, Zyrtec, Allegra, Claritin, they're all over the counter. They interfere with skin testing. We can do blood work in somebody who has significant reactions and they just cannot come off their medicines or, or are afraid to. The problem is, is that blood work misses. About 25% of every test done on blood work is a false negative. There are so many people that we see who have had blood work done and they, they may have a grass or a tree or a cat and then they come in and they get skin testing. And not only are those positives, but there are so many that were missed on the blood work that show up on skin testing. And so if, if you need to be off your medicines for at least five to seven days, Benadryl, two days. But, but if you can't, there's always things that we can do to help minimize the symptoms in preparation for testing um, to allow somebody to come off the antihistamine safely uh, and really maximize our skin test results. Can you talk about how the serum is put together when, when you put a patient on allergy shots? Talk about that. Once we have skin test results and we come up with a plan, we look and see what their specific reactions were to pollen, mold, animals, dust mite, cockroach, all of those are are common allergens that we test for. And we put together immunotherapy based on current guidelines uh, from the American College and American Academy and the practice parameters that give us um, our basis for the science behind what we do. And that's the key. We have good data to support what we do in our practice because the studies have been done to show 
clinical benefit for patients who are using proper immunotherapy based on those guidelines. Okay. And um, do you yourself have allergies? I have very slight grass allergy, so thankfully <laughs> I gave up mowing the grass. Right. <laughs> um, my wife and both of my sons are current patients. Uh, my wife has asthma and allergies. Uh, my youngest son has eczema. Um, he was my case report for how bad eczema can be uh, as a child. And my oldest son has your typical seasonal nasal allergies and, uh, and ocular symptoms. All three have done fantastic on allergy injections. Um, my wife was miserable on meds. She was on inhalers daily antihistamines daily, eye drops seasonally, but every day seasonally and on nasal sprays. And now she's like, hey, can you bring me a sample of a nose spray or something? Because I something's, you know, I'm feeling a little something. But before she was miserable on medicines. Now she uses medicines intermittently. She no longer uses a daily inhaler. She has a rescue inhaler that Unfortunately, I find expired in her purse all the time because she doesn't use it very often. She will use it occasionally, but now life is just different. Life is better with immunotherapy or allergy injections. And um, they, they, can, they can go out in the, the woods. We just bought property. I love to be outdoors and, and hunt. My sons like to ride the, the four by fours and things. And now they can enjoy that without being like needing a snot rag and having having their eyes cry the whole time. <laughs> Tell us about what you guys like to do as a family. You guys travel. Um, I know your kids love all different kinds of foods. Like you guys are are, are really interesting. And you do you still have the chickens? So we have cats, dogs, chickens. Um, my wife, unfortunately, is a fantastic cook. Um, so our household, it's a constant struggle of just to stay at seconds, not thirds on our plates. Um, my boys have been exposed to all sorts of foods. My youngest son on his fifth birthday asked for snails, uh, for his birthday cause he loved escargot and he wanted oysters on the half shell. Um, my wife and I about cracked up because <laughs> what other five-year-old wants that for his birthday? That's cute. We have uh, been able to uh, expose the boys to multiple cultures, multiple foods. Mm -hmm. uh, we eat Mexican, Indian, uh, American, you name it, they will eat it. There's not a food that we won't try. Although my, my oldest is sort of a weenie about fruit. <laughs> we don't know why. Because we all That's love funny. everything, but he's a weenie. So you all just, you have this property now, so you can, um, what are you doing on it? Are you, are you putting trees out there? You're, what are you, what are you doing with the land? So I, I love to hunt and, um, I'm very selective when I hunt, but it's enjoyable just to be sitting out in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, we are planting chestnut trees and we're planting fruit trees and, um, it's just going to be hopefully our little oasis away from the city 
uh, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out if we don't want internet and Wi-Fi out there or if we do, because right now we don't have that. So yeah. it's really bad when you have no cell signal out there. I hate it some days that yeah. I have no cell signal. <laughs> it's probably good though to unplug. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But my wife is like, well, I still want to get a hold of you if I need to. <laughs> now, growing up, did you spend a lot of time outdoors as a kid? I grew up in Texas. Uh, my father was an avid hunter and fisherman. I grew mm -hmm. up in the woods. I grew up on the lake. Um, and um, I grew up riding a bike, you know, the things that kids don't do now. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to drink out of the water hose. My grandmother wouldn't allow us in the house during the day because it would get the floors dirty. So we just had to stay outside all day, even though it was 120 degrees outside. The water hose, you know, it was back when you had to let it run for a little bit because the water was so hot coming out the end. So we, we uh, uh, yeah, I, I love outside. I love uh, all things outside. It sounds like your grandmother was a large influence on your life. I was fortunate enough to have two fantastic grandmothers and a mother uh, my dad we i had a really good upbringing um we um i was from two parents with no college education and um, i'm the first person in my family to have um, an undergrad graduate and medical degree um, my my father would put me to work. He was an electrician and he would put me to work every summer because he didn't want me to have to work as hard as he did. And then when I went to medical school, he's like, how much longer are you going to go? Uh, <laughs> I, I know I was trying to make you go to school, but this is getting ridiculous. So <laughs> That's terrific. So you got your work ethic from him. Uh, yeah, but my, my grandmother's never sat down. Um, I always you know, the worst word in our house was, I'm bored. They could find something to make me not bored at any time. So you, you learned early to not use that phrase. That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad we got to catch up with you today. And we'll be doing many more of these uh, chats. And we're just grateful to have you. And, and I love learning tidbits about each one of our doctors. So thank you so much. Thank you very much.